Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome. This is Wendy B, and I am a solution coach. And I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people like you become extraordinary people. You become extraordinary through adversity you have lived through and who you've become, regardless of those circumstances. I believe that you have the ability to get unstuck to thrive, not just survive. You'll get coached on solutions, how to discover limiting beliefs you have that create barriers for you and the areas that you're dealing with, the areas that are important to you. With my 40 years of coaching, wisdom, and experience, I will help you deal with difficult situations you will deal with throughout your life. You will walk away with clarity, freedom, and power. You will have some practical tools to successfully deal with the areas you're now struggling with, regardless of how difficult the situation is. With over 40 years of practical experience of coaching, leading, as well as attending transformational workshops, I started and successfully sold over six businesses. Each business I had no previous experience in. Practicing transformational conversations that make a difference has helped me succeed in areas where I had no training. With this experience, my intention is to cause you to be curious, excited, thought-provoke, to cause you to alter your thinking. Alter your thinking in a way that would not have altered otherwise. And living from that altered view, create a new future for yourself. A new future that was not going to happen if you didn't alter or question your old views. This could cause unpredictable results that could make a permanent difference in your life and in the lives of others around you. Are you currently taking effective actions that would move you forward to fulfill your dreams? Are you excited about your life? This podcast will inspire you to start taking new actions today on your purpose, your dreams. Maybe some of you don't know your purpose or your dreams, or maybe you are resigned that you could never make them happen. Regardless of your age or circumstances, you will be motivated and inspired to take one step at a time and turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late for you to start. You can always create solutions. Would you like clarity, freedom, and power, regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working. But true power, true freedom is having clarity, freedom, and power when your own circumstances are ugh. This podcast is about when you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? What would it take for you to get unstuck and then thrive? What does it take for you to thrive? Emotionally, spiritually, physically, mentally, financially. Well, I love being in that inquiry because as long as we're in the inquiry, and we're not stuck with the answer, like attached to an answer, I really believe will expand because we're either expanding or retracting. And I do both and I try to constantly expand, even if it's at a snail's pace. I'm, I am I wanna expand and grow. So today I'm gonna bring up a subject that could be traumatic to others and I'm not bringing it up to be traumatic. This podcast is about getting unstuck and many things in life can take us out at the knees or we can allow it to take us out 
our knees. And I want to talk about assault. My granddaughter was, uh, she's 22 months, was assaulted while she was in a daycare recently. And that's why I didn't do my, I, I missed a week's podcasting. I make it emotional on this podcast. And what I'm finding is as long as I keep sharing responsibly, I don't get stuck with anything. And I really, that was something I really discovered because when it happened, it was unexpected. My daughter gets a phone call from her ex-partner and he's yelling and screaming and blaming me and my daughter for my granddaughter's assault. Uh, he's sending pictures to us that are devastating us. My granddaughter's head is being bru- had bruises all over her head. She had c- cuts on her back and bruises all over her arms. And uh, in his immaturity, he's uh, screaming at us and he's saying that he didn't realize how bad it was until he got her home. He saw the head bruises and asked the daycare worker and she had said that the baby showed up that way, which is not true. And uh, when my daughter said, will you believe Uh, the daycare worker over us he basically said yes so I invited her to hang up and we called she told him she was going to hang up and get a hold of her auntie who is a therapist and a social worker and she told us immediately to call the police and I guess why I'm sharing this is that no matter how scared you are if you follow these steps and tell the truth you will be protected and your child will be protected so my daughter was afraid to call the police because of her former Uh, mate's accusations and my sister said you know your former mate is a wild card and if you don't call the police your child will be taken away but if you call the police she probably won't be so she called him back and uh, told him to meet us uh, here and she would go with him to uh, emergency and my sister said you need to call the police immediately which she did and and she gave a number for so uh so the social services would get involved. Everybody was traumatized, but my granddaughter is healing. They heal really fast. She's only 22 months. The hardest part for me was to stay calm and not take anything my former son-in-law was saying personally, which was challenging, to just sit and pray that the police would find who did this. It was a process that night. My daughter, seven hours later, got back in. And so I'm dealing with my upset about my son-in-law's accusing us of stupid. And I just had to stay calm and stay calm for my daughter's sake. Uh, The next morning, the police came and they had us up to three in the morning. And then they came and investigated myself and my daughter. And, you know, I had to tell them the truth about certain things that I, they asked me if I trusted my son-in-law. And I, you know, and I just love how my son-in-law is with my granddaughter. So I, I was just able to say, and he's living with his parents, I was able to say really good things about how I see he interacts with my um, granddaughter. But I also had to say some things that <clears throat> I won't repeat here, but that he had done to my daughter, why my daughter was in this home in the first place, because my son-in-law did assault her in December, and that his behavior is unacceptable with me and my daughter, and and he, in his immaturity, if there's ever anything, he just lashes out. And his lashing out creates fear, I think, on his parents' side, too, because up until recently, his mom and I got along great, and now there isn't a lot of communication. So if there is an assault in your family, the steps to take is to go to emergency, get the police involved, and if it's to do with children, 
children get the ministry involved. You know, this was on a Friday and the police called my son-in-law on the Sunday and they had closed down the daycare. Even though nobody knows exactly what happened, they've closed down the daycare until the investigation is done thoroughly, which I'm grateful for. I was able to acknowledge my daughter that in the face of her being terrified that they might take her baby away, for her baby's sake, she got the police involved, took her took the baby to the hospital. Her dad wasn't doing that. He was just screaming at us and making accusations. He wasn't taking effective actions that would cause a solution to what happened to my granddaughter. So I just was able to acknowledge my daughter in the face of terror. I mean, I, I you know, having your baby taken away would be terrible. Um, in the face of that, she of the accusations that were being made against her, I just said to her, as long as you tell the truth. A couple of days later, they, uh, my daughter couldn't go to the doctor's appointment, so she asked me to go with her uh, former partner, and we brought Annabella to Children's Hospital. And the doctor that examined her there said that granddaughter, uh, that the hits on her head and the cut on her back and the bruises on her arms were not from a fall, that they were done deliberately, which broke my heart because the cut on her back, she must have cried quite a bit. And the thing that's keeping me strong and taking the actions and not being, you know, not being angry is, is telling the truth. And, you know, I have a former girlfriend that's a police officer and I talked to her for an hour and a half. The distinctions from Landmark that there's what happened and then the story we make it mean and our interpretations. And I keep uh, clearing and when I'm sad I just pick up the phone and share with safe people. I know I'm not alone. The police are doing the best they can. Do granddaughter is healing. She's under doctor's care. I get the privilege. My daughter has asked me to be the main caregiver right now and that's what I'm going to do. And, and just my invitation to anybody that has gone through this, you know, just don't keep it a secret. Don't be bitter and angry. Clear to share with safe people what you're going through. I mean, I I had so much guilt because I'm the one that dropped her off at daycare and, and the baby was taking a tantrum and pulling my hair. You know, she was probably trying to tell me something, but because she doesn't have language, I just thought she was taking a tantrum because children take tantrums. This little girl takes tantrums frequently. But after sharing with other people, moms say, you know, your children take tantrums and it doesn't mean that someone's harming, harming them. So I was able within two days let go of all my guilt and just be calm and stay loving and be there for my granddaughter, which I'm greatly appreciate that I can do that. Uh, it's I have to switch certain things that I'm working at so that I can be there for her, but it's like, wow, I can do that. So my invitation is that if you're, if there's been some kind of abuse or some kind of assault or exploring how you get unstuck and thrive regardless of your circumstances. So what's an effective action that you could take to let go of your rage or anger? Where are you stuck and can you distinguish it? distinguish a limiting barrier that you have because you are stuck. Where are you stuck? Can you distinguish a limiting barrier you have? What could you give up right now? Could you give up being righteous? Could you give up being angry? Can you give up rage? I don't know what you need to give up. And then ask yourself this question that would actually have you be more effective and productive is what are you committed to in this situation? And, you know, I had to ask myself, you know, what I'm committed to is that my granddaughter flourish, that she heals, 
that she doesn't get stuck with anything. I mean, she's 22 months and there's an opportunity here. She's counseling for the rest of her life. There's a victim assistance and they will give her counseling for the rest of her life. So there is some good things if some trauma comes up later about it. She's totally protected. So what are you committed to? And then write down, get a piece of paper, write down one or two actions that you habitually do that keep you stuck. And ask yourself, is that habit limiting you? If you took a new action from asking yourself, what am I committed to here? What then could become available? Are you willing to risk taking a new effective action? Are you willing to create a new effective habit? Well, what did you see here? What's one new action you are taking away from listening to this podcast? Get a piece of paper and write that down. What did you like best about this podcast? I request you subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. When you get handed lemons, how fast can you make lemonade? With an attitude of gratitude, you can make lemonade. I'd love to hear from you. Would you like a complimentary 15-minute coaching session? I want to call you and hear about one area you are stuck in. What conversation are you having that is limiting you? I will give you an amazing tip. If you take the coaching, it will move you forward. Do you want to be on my podcast? I will call people who let me know they left a five-star rating for this podcast and provide their username on iTunes, Google+, Stitcher, just at fast. Just hit the button. Subscribe to my podcast and rate it a number five. Thanks for listening. Keep thriving and let's get you unstuck. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email wendyb at thrivingat60.com. Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com.